If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up and welcome back to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Friday, February 23rd, 2024. It's Cool Greg's birthday. Hey! Everybody celebrate however you feel appropriate. Uh, how you doing, Greg? Celebrate however you feel appropriate. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am Tim Geddes. This is Greg Miller. Greg, how you doing? Good. Yeah. What was yeah. that? Your hand was out for a second, so oh. I went late to hit it. There it is. Yeah, yeah we're the bros. It was a Friday energy. There's a Friday energy. Friday. There's a pizza party coming. There's Love a cool that. Greg birthday. Love There's that. a kind of funny happy hour this afternoon, and you can bet your bottom fucking dollar Kevin and I are drinking beers on it. We're about to have some fun today. We're doing Dune in review, yeah. everybody. Yeah. We're watching that. You can watch it live on uh, if you're a member on uh, Patreon or YouTube, which is very exciting. We got Matt Rohr back joining us. For hey, that. that's fun. Yeah, and uh, and uh, whoa, actually, the big news, Breaking news about everybody. Dune in Breaking review. News. Kevin Coelho's joining. What? Making his return what? to in review. Is he on the set or is he in there? He'll be on the set. What? Yeah. Barrett's running the show, so Kevin could be on it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Very Kevin, fun. what do you think of that Dune 2 popcorn bucket? Oh, man. I can't get wait to get my hands on that bad boy. <laughs> I can't wait to get something on it. You know what I mean? We, good <laughs> my Lord. My and balls. Good Lord. Wow. Wow. We were at uh, so um, far. the Why theater. Why you take it that far? Well, I f- it's, the hole's pretty big. I think I can get everything in. <laughs> oh, you mean the joke? Sorry, I'm sorry. I thought he meant why to take. I'm sorry because I said I think the balls. I get too. Everything in. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. Um, Bring one back for me when you go to the movie. Okay, I will. I will. We were at uh, the theater a couple days ago watching Final Fantasy Advent Children, which is uh, <laughs> fucking dork. A thing that I still can't believe is real. Yeah, Greg, I, I keep saying this. But I had 10 people go with me to watch Final Fantasy VII Advent Children in the yeah. theater. That, that just is- shows how desperate these people are for social interaction. <laughs> it's fantastic. Mike, went, Mike, all he did the next day was talk shit about people, mm-hmm. the movie, mm-hmm. the smell of the mm-hmm. theater. Like, yeah. he wasn't there for fun. Oh, yeah? He was there to sharpen Mike, his Mike's blades. Mike's an inside man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. But so we, we were there, and uh, we're looking at, the, me and Roger were looking at the popcorn buckets. And uh, there was some, it might, might, maybe it was Dune, but it wasn't, it wasn't the Dune one. It was like some other upcoming movie and it's like there was like a was the Ghostbusters was it was it? a stack of some of the buckets it was not because real quick yeah you go to a lot more movies than I do uh-huh we're gonna have I, I need phone calls from you oh, okay. for all the different theaters you go to when you see the different popcorn buckets to see if I have it or don't have it oh interesting because there's like a million different Ghostbuster tie-ins right now that I'm never gonna be able to keep up with okay and when okay. I'm hobnobbing at the premiere 80 percent certainty I'm not seeing a movie but I will be at a regal theater <laughs> Nailed but see, because the type of person I am about. this weekend. I'm talking about. So I'll, I'll check for you there to see what they have, and then next week I'll be at an AMC. So. Perfect, love it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's horrifying. It really is horrifying. But uh, my favorite thing was there was this stack of like three of these popcorn buckets for whatever movie. Yeah, and then next to it there was a stack of like 23 Madam Web ones. <laughs> what was the Madam Web bucket? Just her it's on just it, a or bucket bucket with her on it. Okay, yeah, okay. it's just like oh, what it what an absolute disaster. Uh, anyway, this is kind of funny games daily, where each and every weekday we get together to talk about all the video game news that you need to know, including today's stories like Suicide Squad falling short of expectations. What? Hell Divers Two increases their player cap. 
and so much more. Uh, if you love what we do, please support us with the kind of funny membership on Patreon <laughs> or YouTube uh, and podcast Schwarzenegger for a second. the globe. Uh, for a chance to be a part of the show, you can submit your thoughts and opinions as YouTube Super Chats as we go throughout the show. Um, some fun things for you. I have three different things I want to tell you about, Greg, and people listening or watching the show right now. Number one, yesterday... I had a fun little guest spot on a podcast. Oh, Steve Sailor's podcast. Oh, gaming insight, and I got to talk to him about my thoughts on the Nintendo Direct that happened a couple days ago that I had to miss here. Sure, and then I missed yeah. Games Daily. Yeah, people so were bummed out. I didn't, see I didn't that. get to talk about it anywhere, I so I got to talk about it with Steve. It was a great time. Y'all can check it out on his YouTube channel now. The then, camera angle here is a good one. I know, you, I know you don't like it, but uh -huh. I, I like it. Because I mean, the way you're getting the purple and blue yeah. up there is giving you a good vibe. Thank you. I, I actually did really, really like it. Okay, I was good. Because like, my haircut, I'm, I like my haircut, but it's that thing where it's like a little too short. So I'm getting this weird like, this, these guys shine. these guys just don't know what to do yet. Got it. You know what I mean? Got so they're it. just popping up Got all willy-nilly, but they're looking good there. So yeah. Good job, guys. The hair guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thing number two I want to tell you guys about. Sure. It's a, a future thing. This is like a Madam Web situation. Tonight, I'm joining Michael Huber. To host Trivia Tower for Mid-Mac. That's awesome. And it is about to be. The hype boys. Absolutely hype and absolutely incredible. Very stoked for this. So tune in at um, 5 p.m. our time. <laughs> I don't know what time it is for them. It'll be it's 7 weird. We're, we're dealing with people. Oh, no, they're in Minnesota. Yeah, so 7, yeah. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's going to be great. Y'all should hang out. Hang out with us on Patreon.com slash Mid-Macs. Uh, it's a great time. And then the last thing I want to talk about. Something I'm very excited about, Greg. The Floor is Lava, a best friend who makes incredible music uh -huh. out there on the Spotify's and the Apple Music's and wherever music. I've heard of them. I've heard All of right. music. Uh, does great, great, great video game music remixes. Uh, just put out a, a Zelda lo-fi mix album that is awesome. I've been vibing to that while I've been playing Pokemon Go a lot. Uh, but he reached out and he was just like, hey, years ago, Jared Petty told you a story about his dad letting him take off school to play Mario 3 all day. Sure. He took the audio of us talking about it on games oh no Daily, way or games cast i think it was and uh made, they put beautiful mario 3 music underneath it and it is like one of my favorite things i've ever heard can we hear it um you know yes i'll have to i'll have to get it maybe maybe we'll, we'll oh i thought it, it was this i thought what we're looking I, at is was it my apologies well, so, my so apologies. here's the thing it's existed before as like a twitter video he hit us up me and jared was like hey would you be okay if i actually put this on spotify and oh shit the different music um platforms and of course we're like yeah and he had custom art made for it there's a little kind of funny smiley there on nice. the on the the bed sheet All um, right, yeah. and obviously the mario posters around but super cool definitely support this uh whatever music app that you have if you could check out the floor is lava um it's very very cool very special i honestly like it is one of the coolest things i've ever been a part of and i am the smallest part of it i have very little to do with what is actually happening here and i definitely have nothing to do with any of the art involved but shout out to the people that do are keeping I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get to it on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, it turns out there's a Flores Lava song that makes it harder. Mm, here we go. Here we go. Mm. And there it is. Jared Skip School. Yes. Jared Skip School. You can check that out. It is fantastic stuff. I don't know if that's going to do it justice. The, the gate is, you can't hear it, unfortunately. Mm. I will do this so you can hear the music. That's do actually you hear working. the music? Do you hear the music? Do yeah, you hear the do. music? Do you hear the When's Jared talk? <laughs> When's Jared Here it is. Ah. Here's Jared talking, everybody. It's happening. Oh, this is fucking sick. This Hold is on. Just, uh, everybody uh, go do listen right now. I, I'm, just, I'm sure we can find it on YouTube and stuff. We'll, no, no, no. Uh, don't, don't even do that. I'm going to link to the Spotify here on my Twitter right now. 
Great. Fantastic. So everybody go there. This is a second screen experience, as the kids say. Mm -hmm. And the kid is me. Mm -hmm. A little housekeeping for you while Greg does that. A new PSLW XOXO is up all about PlayStation's live service plans after Hell Divers 2. Of course, you can watch that on YouTube and podcast services. Uh, Game Showdown is going down right after this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Carl Jacobs, Streaking Ain't Easy, and Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> We have five stories today. A baker's dozen! Kevin's ready. Kevin's ready, guys. Story number one, Helldivers 2 increases the player cap to 700,000. But the CEO warns it will still likely max out. Damn, that is some fucking shit talk in the best way. That's just being like, hey, we did it, but... We're the fucking biggest game in gaming Come right now. On. Fuck y'all. Come on, man. Like that, that, that CEO will not fit in the Dune Cup. You know what I mean? Uh, the player cap for Helldivers 2 has been increased, <laughs> but the CEO of developer Arrowhead Game Studios warns that it will still likely hit its limits. Uh, in a post on X, Johan uh, Plested explained that the concurrent user CCU cap for the game had been increased to 700,000 players, but that he expected this limit to still be reached. I have one final update for tonight. We have updated the max CCU cap to 700K. Unfortunately, we expect the CCU to reach that level. We believe that the wait times will be much more bearable. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we're doing some final improvements for the weekend. The game has been a huge success on Steam where it hit a concurrent player peak of 457,649 people on Wednesday before taking PS5 players into account too. Wow. Uh, players have been reporting long waits as they attempt to get into the game, suggesting the peak could have been substantially higher if the servers hadn't reached their limits. In another attempt to reduce server crowding, a new update for the game was released yesterday, which aims to stop idle players hogging server space. What a bunch of jerks. Players were starting to stay logged in even when not playing, so they could avoid large queues the next time they wanted to play the game. The new update, however, now kicks players back to the title screen if they remain idle for 15 minutes. Idle's hands. Idle hands is the devil's play toy, Greg. They made they they changed. They either tweeted that or put it as a message in there. Did they really? Of the idle, uh, idle hands are democracy's fiend or something like that. They wow. did they did the thing. Big right? Devil's Tower fans. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. God, remember why can't we get a sequel? You know, he talked about it, and we have cool friends. He tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Greg. Yeah, you were obsessed with this game in a way that I've seen you obsessed with many games over the years. But we were talking about this. This one is special because. You're not alone in being obsessed yeah. with this game. Like you actually have the support of people around you wanting to play with you. Yeah, yeah, that was what I uh, talked about uh, throughout the weekend in today's Gregway. Well, as well, a little bit before I get into the story of how I almost died moving here. Um, this is the idea, though. Yeah, that I'm obsessed with a video game that not only are my friends obsessed with, kind of funny's obsessed with, and the general video gaming world is obsessed with right now. That's rare, right? I feel like I usually get, I, I compared it to, you know, in a couple weeks, we'll have WWE and I'll be obsessed with that, but that's a game where it's like, nobody here is going to be obsessed with it. You're going to play a little bit, you know what I mean? And like that. Mode exactly. Is, yeah. But I'll be on it for the next six months, <laughs> you know, grinding my faction cards or whatever. Uh, it's fun and exciting to have it there and then have it be, of course, the sequel to a game I loved on Vita and PS3, right? Like, to have that be the sequel on from there, to have that continue on from there, you know, hey, this is 
Hell Divers 2, and they delivered on the promise, and they actually crushed it, and this is just incredible. I mean, delivering like, on the promise. PS3, PS4. Uh, that's that's the coolest thing to me about this is we we always talk about transparency. We always uh, talk about these st stories on Games Daily of games coming out and not working, and then what is the follow up going to be? Like what what's the follow through going to be? Of yeah. like how are they going to fix this problem? Are they even going to fix the problem? Or what's what's going to happen? I love how they've handled this, and obviously this isn't the best case scenario. Best case scenario is the servers are all work and everyone can play, and you don't have to wait in queues, and all that stuff is very unfortunate. But how? often they're updating this and how clear they are like even like explaining ccus and like i just feel like this guy's a man of the people you know killing mean? it man he's out there yeah. killing it on twitter with updates and doing it and like even you know we are pulling from this one but like i have one final update for tonight like right he's been yeah. talking it was the same thing too of uh he uh i like this right so there was that tweet right but it, this is the tweet right before it right he quote tweets a tweet that reads this way I think you should delete all the tweets and start over uh, Lurin, some fan writes in, right? And says, quote, hey, we increased the server cap and da 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 And he quote tweets and goes, you know what? I'm actually doing this to avoid confusion. What this amazing person said, helping a poor soul awake at 2 a.m. make good decisions. Like, not only is he being probably in, I'm sure in PlayStation PR's eyes, way too vocal about all this. Yeah. He's listening to the audience and being like, you're right, I fucked that up. That's more confusing what I wrote before. Delete yep. those tweets. Here's the thing. This is what's happening. It's great. I, again, I, I feel like sometimes the attempt at getting things right is more important than actually getting them right because when you're able to then reflect on it and then be like, okay, cool. Like, it, There's just a level of not just transparency, but there's a level of communication like a two-way street of communication that like i am just so impressed with where i can't think of a time where we've seen this happen before this way at least i think what's ha what's interesting about this one is it's happening on a it's happening on such a grand scale this is happening for uh you know all intents and purposes a playstation exclusive a first party game even though technically they're independent this would technically be an old school second party but they don't say that anymore uh it is a playstation game playstation's right in front of it, it has the playstation studios logo in front of it right so this isn't the transparency you would see with all due respect to people like neil Druckmann, nate fox you know what i mean as you go through the litany of playstation creators if something had happened and even if something had happened that way it would be a different story, mm -hmm. right? This has been an, a reoccurring thing. Actually, it's a good bookend to our conversation on Monday where somebody wrote in and was like, it's unacceptable that servers are like this. And we had a long conversation about, well, you were like, yes, it is. But of course, like, let's look at what's happening here. Like, they did their best, a small team, to make a small game that they thought was going to appeal to a small audience. And now it appeals to this massive audience. And the communication here, right, is keeping people happy. Like, we, this week, I have not seen it sour. You have not seen people being fuck this game, fuck these devs, fuck PlayStation. Like, that's just not what the, the thing is. It is, I got in, and I'm going to leave my PlayStation on with me on my ship for hours at a time so that when I'm ready to play, I can. They fix that, right? It's, it's these little things. It's the it taking off. It's the TikToks I'm getting of girlfriends, like, making TikToks of, like, oh, he's I, I know he's on his way home from work, so I'm starting this game so he can hopefully be in by the time he gets there. It's like, there's that well, level of things happening. And again, you know, you're saying it's not the best case. Of course, it's not the best case, but this, well, you know, in the old days, we used to talk about Nintendo, right? And uh, the fact that they would kind of make scarcity their thing. They, mm. they could have made more, but they didn't. So they did. Like, I feel the scarcity and how hard it was to get in and yada, yada, kind of made this even more of a big deal. Like, it'll be like this thing. Tomorrow, we're doing some final improvements for the weekend. I'm fascinated to see what they're going to do. Because if I'm PlayStation and if I'm Arrowhead, right, 
yeah, I want. If 700,000 is now the concurrent count, let's fucking get it. Yeah. And so it's that idea of will we get there naturally or do you do what you did last weekend and go, okay, cool, it's double XP this weekend. Yeah. And that way anybody who was like, oh, like they have to come in and you max it out and you have, again, another week of headlines of, That's yo, look at how big this is. Right? Like I, this, it, it's, it's very cool. And like, I just want to take a step back even and just talk about just games as a whole of how cool it is that a game like Helldivers can get this type of popularity and like resonate so hard. I never could have seen this coming. And I think it's so cool, hot off the heels of a pal world, hot off the heels of the last couple of years, having things like Among Us or Ball Guys, like these, these like moments that are all different types of moments. Yeah. But I just think it's so cool that like this has the backing of PlayStation, but some of the other ones didn't have backing at all. And I just feel it's really cool that in games in a, a untraditional way, are gaining massive popularity to like break records and you know you, you look at the xbox game pass side of things of whenever xbox drops a game and their numbers are just bigger and bigger and bigger and more players than ever the highest player count for forza the highest for halo like all this stuff it's like it's exciting that there's this many people that are playing games now and this many different games it's not like back in the day where it's like there's 10 games of consequence a year now it's there are hundreds if not thousands of games that matter to people at, from all across the scale of big games small games everything in between yeah and like the marketing behind it and the 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 kind of word of mouth and what that actually means i just feel like the call to action of hey this game that you haven't heard of or maybe you heard of and would have never tried i'm loving it you should try it it's easier than ever for that person to be like cool and then just do it and then they're playing together 40 investment cross okay cool. with cross progression like all of these like services just work no together on this one just for the right oh okay 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 but still i'm talking about games as a whole like all these different things that would have been a dream or would have been a non-starter like no way that'll ever happen uh if we were like in 10 years ago thinking about the future of video games yeah all those add up to just games being able to be enjoyed by more people I just, it's just very very cool to me yeah, 100%, right? You're talking about like in the old days for something to catch on, it would have need to be released, right? And then it's a friend on the playground, then it's an EGM thing. You're talking months of a, a tale, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas this one can be. I mean, this is a very aggressive and low-key campaign, right? We had the state of play, sure. They've put up videos on their own in the blog posts and the same shit every PlayStation game gets or anything coming to PlayStation gets. And then what? It was with a week to go? I forget when the PS I Love You preview of Helldivers popped, right? Where it was like, we went and played it for mm -hmm. two hours, three mm -hmm. hours, whatever it was, me and Andy. We did a little preview for it. And then I think it was the next week Helldivers dropped, right? And it was, okay, cool. Like, I left that preview. I'm like, it's what I want. It's fucking really complicated. Is it too complicated for everybody? I don't know. Da, da, da. And then to get here and have it, like, the way people have fallen all over themselves to give flowers to the tutorial of being funny and being, I think like that does such a great job of like, this is what the game is. This is the snapshot of what you're about to get into. Yeah. And people gravitate towards that. And then the ease of onboarding of like, cool, this is what it is. And you can crank up the difficulty or you cannot or whatever you're going to be. And yeah, it's insane right now. Yeah. Congrats to Helldivers, man. Very, very cool. I can't wait to see what this year is for Helldivers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of like, oh, cool, yeah. this is, this thing and then that. So what's the next big beat? What's the carrot on the stick? Because you figure once we get through this server issue, right? And next week you assume they're like, cool. It's even higher concurrent players or we're removing the concurrent player cap because we have X amount of servers or whatever. Then I feel like you need some kind of roadmap. Some kind of tease is what's coming to have people stoked for it. Story number two. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League has, quote, fallen short of our expectations. The other side of the coin. Warner Brothers says this comes from Wesley Inpool at IGN. 
Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has fallen short of our expectations. Speaking during a financial call, Warner Brothers Discovery Chief Financial Officer Gunnar uh, Weidenfels admitted Rock City's game hadn't done the business the company had hoped for since going on sale on February 2nd, priced at $70, saying it had fallen short of our expectations. Warner Brothers Discovery failed to mention a sales figure for Rock City's game, but did say Suicide Squad's failure had set up the company's games business for a tough year-on-year comparison. Last year, Warner Brothers Discovery released Hogwarts Legacy, which went on to become the best-selling game of 2023. This year, Suicide Squad, one of our key video game releases in 2024, has fallen short of our expectations since its release earlier in the quarter, setting our games business up for a tough year-over-year comparison in Q1. Warner Brothers Discovery's comment perhaps doesn't come as much surprise given Suicide Squad's high-profile struggles. On Steam, the live service action game peaked with 13,459 concurrent players, a figure that's fallen dramatically since launch. At the time of this article's publication, just 480 people were playing the game on Valve's platform with a 24-hour peak of 888. This entire Warner Brothers uh, meeting sounded like a disaster. Not just the game front, but them talking about the movies. Like I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't see this. They're like Warner Brothers is like the the last like honest storytellers <laughs> in movies or something. It's like you fucking jokes, you clowns. But I mean Black Adam. Ah, I know exactly. Um, but Greg, what what do you got to say about this? Uh, I mean, nothing that I don't think everybody already doesn't know. Nothing that anybody would be surprised by, right? I do think it's an interesting one if you wanted to get in here, right? Like. Uh, setting our games business up for a tough year over year comp to Q1, right? Like that was going to be the case regardless, Mm -hmm. right? Like what were you going to do when your Hogwarts legacy was Q1 last year? You were going to fall short of that period. End of story, right? Uh, But to fall this short and to fall this, I'm it's it's fascinating and so crazy to talk about hell divers the success they can't get more concurrence in four hundred thousand players on steam it's a 40 dollars game oh my god out of nowhere no barely any marketing and then suicide squad right of this game that like from the rip people are like this doesn't look like what we want you to do why are you doing this this looks money grubby this doesn't look right you know what i mean like oh, i want the whole harley quinn outfit and i bought the deluxe thing i still got to buy something off the store to make it complete like it is it is like the the mere world, right? Of seeing one one game and one developer, I think, do it in pu- publisher do it so right, and one game and one developer and one publisher do it so wrong, and have uh, be behind the eight ball the entire time. And honestly, the thing I I say is I can't wait to see what the year brings for Suicide Squad, because again, like I lived through Avengers. People like to throw when I when I was like, oh, it's a two out of five game Suicide Squad. So many people who wanted to come to its defense were like, but this guy liked Avengers, and I was always like, yeah. The guy who liked the most mid-superhero game of all time. The guy who wants to love this game so bad couldn't find the love for this game, right? This is another Avengers. This is another Avengers of like, cool, here's a game that should have been single player and instead did this game to service people and people have fl- run away from it. And yes, there's an audience for it. How long do you support that audience? How long do you try to get the people back? Eight people back. At this point, getting people back, what is that even, what is that number of success? When the Joker drops... What do these concurrents look like? Also, what do the concurrents look like on PlayStation, on Xbox? You know, Steam, it always gets touted out because we can see those. We can yeah. find those. When, when, when we get the... Yeah, we haven't... Uh, Suicide Squad was the end of January, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we haven't gotten PlayStation's... The drop, right? Of like, hey, here's how the games were, the number one games on the PlayStation Network yet, have we? For the blog? Anybody? I'm tr- for some reason, this is trying to open up financial documents. Not what I want. Uh... <laughs> We haven't gotten that right yet of where it was. I want to know just in general, like 
for PSN when they put those numbers out, where is it going to rank there? Because, you know, if you're, I mean, it's got to be even underperforming and not, yeah. it's got to be top five, right? That but it's like, you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And it, I, I think that obviously we can talk about Suicide Squad and all the, the things you're talking about that we've really like talked about to death at this point. But looking at Warner Brothers games, it's concerning, right? Where we look at the last couple of years, I feel like with all the acquisitions that have happened with all the shakeups in the industry, Warner Brothers was one that I feel like there was so many rumors and conversations maybe four years ago about what's going to happen here like what yeah. what are they doing with their their properties and their the teams that they have are they like what's the strategy and i feel like i'm surprised at what ended up happening which is not much changed like things just kind of stayed the same of like it was what avalanche right and um and uh rocksteady and like just wb the, montreal uh, w, exactly like all of them just kind of like they just kept doing the projects that we kind of expect them to to be putting out um nether realm and all that and i looking at this it's like obviously the biggest concern is impending layoffs right oh yeah like, like this is not oh yeah and i don't think that like that that's the most unfortunate part about this it's like you know them talking about it's falling short of our this is the fucking but... company that takes movies and deletes them for tax credits yeah you put you you put out your rocksteady your wb montreal you put out underperforming batman games yeah they're not whatever bean counters over there getting ready to fire James Gunn probably because he doesn't like whatever he's seen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, you know, there's a sort of Damocles hanging above their head. And it's that idea, right? Of like the rumor back in the day was WB was trying to sell. If I'm thinking about, I wonder what went wrong, right? It was the idea of if I'm WB, I'm a fucking stupid ass businessman. And so I'm, I'm like, yeah, we want to sell. You show up. You're here. You're PlayStation Square, et cetera, whoever the fuck shows up. You've you're got probably Embracer Group. You show up, you knock on the door, we go into a meeting room, and you're like, we would love to buy Rocksteady. We would love to buy WB Montreal. And we're like, great. You don't get the IP. You know, you get the teams. Yep. But if you want the things there, we're, you, we'll, we'll license those to you, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you're like, well, for how much? And I say some absurd number, and you're like, yeah. fuck off, and you leave. Totally. And then you do this, and guess what? You have just fucking undercut your own value. You fucked this, WB. You fucked this, right? Because now you have two fucking misses. Hogwarts, of course, great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, What's your other miss? Gotham Knights. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. here are two oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. Two things that on paper should have been fucking home runs. You should be sitting here right now being like, Batman killed the Justice League. Didn't perform as well as Hogwarts, but it did incredibly yeah. well, everybody. Here's why. Mm -hmm. It's another great single-player game from Rocksteady where Batman had to beat the Justice League when they went evil. Instead, you're out there being like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's, uh, it, did, it didn't hit the... You know what I mean? Like, you fucked this up. And now when whoever shows up to try to buy you looks at you again, like, how much you want for these teams? You know what I mean? And you're going to sit there and go, well, fuck, now we can't unload these teams because we're not getting as much money for these teams, so let's cut these teams. Let's get them on different projects. Let's get them, get a good game out, and then let's try to sell them again. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Nitro39 comes in with a super chat and says, do you think WB will change to something like a Marvel game strategy? As no. a DC Comics fan his entire life, fanboy his entire life, that is too smart of a decision for Warner Brothers to make. I don't know who is over there making decisions when it comes to movies and when it comes to games. We will see, like, seriously, it, like, this whole James Gunn thing and the DCU and yada, and like, I'm a James Gunn fanboy too, right? Like, if they get in the way and fuck that up, if, if Superman Lives comes out and it, they're like, oh, they do the fucking WB course correct, oh shit, fuck, we don't, like, 
They're never going to learn their lesson. They're never going to learn their lesson. And so, no, I don't expect them to learn their lesson. Because right now what they need to do is exactly what I think. And again, I'm, I'm very much talking about a baker while the cake is in the oven. But what I think they're doing with James Gunn. They need to pick someone of like, you are the Bill Roseman who's the Marvel Games guy. You are, you get it. You get games. You get DC. Fucking please make this work for us and we'll stay the fuck out of your way. But you know what happens is these motherfucker bean counters come in and like, live service seems like a great job. Rocksteady, you're a talented studio. Do it. And maybe Rocksteady, and I never like to, you know, act like there's a gun to somebody's head over there, but maybe Rock. it seemed like what the rumors were. Again, we'll have to wait for a Jason Schreier book to get the actual answers. It seemed like the rumors that the top of the Rocksteady pyramid people were like, oh yeah, this is a great idea too, right? And then they all left before this project even came out. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah. Get a Bill Roseman over there. Uh, get Greg Miller over there. I'll get games out. I'll get a whole bunch of nice seven to five, eight, eight games out. Everybody support this, man. And you can support this, Everybody man. tweet James Gunn and tell him I should be his counterpart for the games. Please do that. Uh, and if you want to support him even more before he takes over WB and makes all the right DC decisions. I'll still be here. You can go to <laughs> YouTube.com slash kind of funny games or Patreon.com slash kind of funny to get the shows ad free to get the exclusive daily Greg ways and so much more. But for everyone else, here's a word from our sponsors. We are brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is a standalone game that welcomes fans and newcomers alike. You don't need to have played Final Fantasy VII Remake or any other Final Fantasy titles to play and enjoy Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. The combat is not traditional turn-based and has more action-focused gameplay, with even deeper improvements since Remake with new synergy attacks and team-based combos. And there are large open sections to explore with Cloud and his comrades venturing across the planet, their fates unwritten, making every step in the expansive world outside Midgar fresh and mysterious. And of course, there are dozens of mini games. There's a story recap video of Final Fantasy VII Remake for those interested in learning more about the story so far, and those looking to experience Final Fantasy VII Remake fully can pre-order the Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth Twin Pack, which includes the game plus the DLC episode Intermission at no extra cost. You can download and play a demo of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth right now on the PlayStation Store, and you can pre-order the game in the link in the description. The wait is almost over. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is out February 29th. Get hyped. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And we're back with story number three. A little devil inside lives. What? Wow, this comes from John Carson at the Indian Former. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen or heard from Neostream and its intriguing adventure game, Little Devil Inside. To be exact, the last trailer was unveiled at the PlayStation State of Play in October of 2021. That can't possibly be. It right. is correct. It is correct. But it is. This is it another is. perennial prediction favorite, as you know. This yeah. is this is uh, PlayStation's Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah. Oh wow, man. That I remember reacting to this. <laughs> like that's nuts. Uh, after over two years of silence, the team behind Little Devil Inside has taken to the Kickstarter page with a cryptic message to fans, alluding to troubles the studio has overcome. Hey, and provided six minutes of footage in a hopeful gesture that the game and devs are still alive and kicking. Uh, the new gameplay running on Unreal Engine 5 is paired with a note from Neostream assuring its Kickstarter backers that Little Devil Inside exists despite the recent lack of communication. While much of the blog post is vague as to what turmoil ultimately caused the delay of Little Devil Inside, it paints a picture of conflicting visions with a bigger team and has subsequently reduced its headcount. People with respectable but different purposes and pursuits had gone their separate ways from working on the game. The post reads, In sharing these differences and thoughts, we were sometimes touched and moved in and sometimes in conflict. We are responsible for not being able to embrace the differences, followed by an apology to the reader. We're back to a smaller, bonded team with a single common purpose, just to make a great game. Uh, Neostream assures, following with all our core founding and starting members are still here with the duty and conscious to fulfill what we set out to do. With this refocusing of its team and vision, the studio is in the process of seeking out a publisher to partner with before answering more questions about the game. No other update was given uh, regarding when we might next see little devil inside but we'll be anticipating when new information on the game eventually appears this is bizarre right yeah i mean from whatever angle you want to start at yeah it's bizarre uh you know it's i mean first and foremost i mean god bless them you know what i mean making a game any making anything creative is hard uh so to then have turmoil behind the scenes in terms of like oh well there was this breakup and this, and we had different visions and yada, yada, yada. That is uh, uh, incredibly tough to overcome and, and struggle on through. The problem and what terrifies me is to get to the other side and be like, with this refocusing of its team and vision, the studio is in the process of seeking out a publisher to partner with before answering more questions about the game. Uh, this is something I've talked about out of Dice, uh, and it's come up before, and I believe... What would Danny Pena uh, tweeted something to the eye of like the, the theme of dice was survive, right? Which somebody asked me about. And I said, I hadn't had that conversation with Danny, but what I had been hearing is the money's gone right now. Like people are keeping their purse strings tight in terms of what games they're funding, what they're available to, what the deals are, yada, yada, yada. And so if you're coming out of this turmoil, getting to here and being like, cool, now it's time to find a publisher. That's an uphill battle right now. And I can't imagine how much money you've burned since 2021 on this game, trying to keep this going. And that's a terrifying thought to then get to here and be like, cool, we're not ready. I mean, we're not ready to talk, right? Like, cool. I don't know. There is the, the fact of, you know, any publisher wants you to already have cachet. Obviously, Little Devil Inside is something we've talked about. The industry's talked about at length whenever these things come around. So it's it does have a name behind it. You are starting not from zero, but again, people who are finally funding games are about to go out there. I think they're going to want hits. They're going to want things they know deliver. And a game that's been in a creative purgatory for a while and now 
has a clear heading is one thing, but who did you lose? What did, you know? What were their connections? Uh, what were their roles before? There's a lot to go into that kind of stuff. Yeah, there is, and you know, it's just like looking at it. The game looks cool, but it 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 is the type of game that is so ambitious it seems for what it is where it's like oh this looks cool and that looks cool but those look like completely different types of cool yep and like how does this all gel together and that could turn into something very special but i feel like we're kind of at that point now where so many stories and so much time has passed where we've seen this game and the more we've seen of it it hasn't been like uh, oh man this is great the question's been like oh when are we gonna see it again yeah. because i remember when we saw this last day to play the vibe was really like oh what the hell this is not what we thought this game was gonna be yeah um, and that's not to say it doesn't look cool because it does look really it cool. It looks awesome, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's we'll see. I just do you expect to see this game? I mean, let's start here. Do you expect to ever actually play this game? No. Wow, really? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I hope to be proven wrong. I'm not wishing them ill or anything like that. It's just that it is incredibly hard to make a video game and to gestate this long, to have Kickstarter involved, <laughs> to then be here years later being like, we're trying to find it. We're trying to work with a publisher right now. And, and and it's not even that we're trying to work with the publisher now. It's that we're trying to work with the publisher and look how ambitious this game is. This game, I look at this and I'm like, I guess 1000% sign me up. Let's go play. But is this is of course, this is insane. Like the gameplay we're seeing here looks nothing like the gameplay we just saw with like the little trains ago. and all these other, like, that's the thing is like, if this is a game where if you shut your eyes for five seconds and reopen, I'm like, this doesn't look like the same thing I was just looking at. That speaks to me of, Hey, we are the, we are, we are overscoped on this project, and I yeah. think overscope leads to a lot of money. It leads to a lot of problems. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I play it. I hope I see it. I hope maybe I'm just misinterpreting this, seeking out a publisher to partner with. But I don't know, man. To come up, be like, and like to come up and be like, the message is: we're alive. We've gone through a breakup, and we're on a creative vision right now. But to not have a window, to not to be like, we're not going to talk till we have a publisher. We're not going to answer more questions, like. That ain't a great that ain't a great look for this. But again, like the game looks great. This all looks great. But is this just the vertical slice? Is this just what we're taking around right now to publishers and being like, listen, forget what you know, forget it all. This is little devil inside. I don't know, man. I hope I'm wrong, but it seems like one that'll be vaporware. Yeah, I, I'm a little more hopeful than you. Like yeah. I, I feel like it looks cool enough, and like there's enough going on, and there, there's enough awareness of the game existing. Like the, the marketing has already been out there that I feel like it would be silly for somebody to not scoop it up and just be like, hey, that, a lot of the legwork's already been done. Granted, it was years ago, but I feel like it would speak to the blessings and like us that have reacted to it for so long that there's going to be an inherent interest that there wouldn't be just for some random new game popping up. But out. it's the thing of the inherent interest. Is it, it's no, I, it can no longer be that you're interested. I'm, there's definitely fans who are interested. Yeah. I think now it's a morbid curiosity. Of this thing's been going for how long? I got to see what this is all about. Yeah. Which is, I got to wait for reviews, which yeah. is, oh, it's a yeah. seven, which is, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see about that. You want to fund it? Let's do it. You and me can Let's publish do it. it. Yeah. Hey. Kind of funny publishes their first game. Uh, story number four. U.S. game revenue gets a 15% bump in January. Uh, this comes from Jeffrey Rousseau at gamesindustry.biz. During January, U.S. consumer spending on games reached $5.1 billion, a 15% growth year over year, according to the newest Circana data. Uh, software revenue reached $4.4 billion during the month as the segment was up 15% compared to its performance last year. Consumer spending on gaming hardware dipped by 4% year on year as it amassed $378 million. 
Sony's PlayStation 5 system was the best-selling console for unit and dollar sales during January. The Nintendo Switch placed second in hardware unit sales, and the Xbox Series X and S systems ranked number two in dollar sales. Uh, the report adds that at 39 months since its launch, the PlayStation 5's lifetime sales are currently 7% ahead of the PlayStation 4 during that same period. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony's home console is also 68% ahead of the PlayStation 3's life-to-date sales. Uh, the first month of 2024... <laughs> 68% ahead of PS3. Oh, wow. PS3. Oh, little PS3. George Foreman. Uh, the first month of 2024 saw Activision Blizzard's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 as the number one selling game. Greg, if I had to be like, hey, dude, what was the last Call of Duty game to come out? What would you say? Well, I mean, we just—that's it. Would right? you have guessed Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three? I don't Modern know. I, I, I probably maybe that. I would have said Warzone Two. Yeah, I mean, I would have well, I think Warzone like Two technically was right. Warzone Two, I think, came out after this. Okay, <laughs> I could be totally fucking wrong. So I don't even know what do you talk. What do you want? What do you want from me? So I, did I get it right? <laughs> I thought, well, I just, yeah. be, be honest with me, everybody. Everybody in chat right now, drop in chat. What? I know, like, if you didn't know that I, what I just read, what would you have said was the last Call of Duty game to have come out? All right? I'm trying to see something. January also had a new, a number of new titles reaching the top-selling sales chart. Bandai Namco's Tekken 8 debuted as the second best-selling game. Shout-out to Tekken 8. You really love to see it. We've been talking about the fighting game renaissance over the last year, and it's great to see how many of these games uh, uh, have been coming out critically acclaimed and then selling so well. And I'm, I personally am pretty damn surprised at how well Tekken yeah. is selling. So that's great. Um, I love the chat is pretty mixed. A lot of War- Modern Warfare 3s. A lot of people are, are up on it, but we're getting some Cold War 2s. We're getting some Modern Warfare 2s. Love to see that. Um, we got Warner Brothers Games' latest release, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, took second. So it's got to be a typo in the article. Then, yeah, because right? there's two seconds. Tekken 8 debuted as the second best-selling game and Warner Brothers took second. Mm, that can't be right. Yeah. Hmm. Meanwhile, Alice's latest, and that's the other thing too. So you're telling me Warner Brothers are disappointed that it didn't reach expectations when it was the second best game, best-selling game? Yeah, that I believe though. Yeah. I totally believe that. I mean, again, like think about when you're talking about what you're selling against and like, yeah, I mean, that yeah, I'm sure I, that's our whole thing. It's going to be top five for sure. I was thinking top three for sure, but it's like, if it wasn't, then you'd know it's a huge bomb. But like, yeah, if you're a brand new AAA game and like, even if you're not well received, I think you're going to get into those areas generally. Number two, though, over Persona, which don't get me wrong, I'm not talking shit about Persona, but Persona, like the uh, the cachet of Persona versus Suicide Squad, mm. like you know what I mean? Like people know Suicide Squad. Again, a lot of a lot of people did go out to buy because they do like Rocksteady. According to the image we have just below, it's number three. Okay, so it's three. What was one then? Oh wait, it's Modern Warfare three. three. Sorry, yeah. Then, uh, oh, yeah, right. meanwhile, Alice's latest RPG, Persona Three Reload, was the third top seller. And so then to so stop right there, right? And I think that's uh, the thing. And I don't know if you can get that chart up for people, Kevin. It's obviously on Games Industry up is, but we don't have a link right off the we- the rip, I'll find right? It. it is the fact of like again, talk about new games entering, right? And so as we look through the top twenty that are here, right, your new games are Tekken Eight, Suicide Squad, Persona Three, Like a Dragon, uh, Prince of Persia. And uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Where was Prince of Persia? Uh, number 13 on this list. All right, you know. And so that's the thing. Higher, when you talk, like, Modern Warfare, whatever. Call of Duty is always at the top of the list. Sometimes it's going to be fucking GTA when they put a shark card in there, right? And then 
you're talking about old games here, right? It's Call of Duty, then it's the new game Tekken, new game Suicide Squad, new game Persona, NF, or Madden, Hogwarts Legacy, new game Like a Dragon at number seven, EA Sports, FC 24 at eight, Last of Us Part 2 at nine, Spider-Man uh, 2 at 10. Like, again, when you're looking at MPD and you're talking about like, okay, like new games with their massive marketing budgets, I think are going to, not inevitably, but usually get up into those spots. And so, yes, I do believe that you can be Warner Brothers and see yourself, oh, we're the third best-selling game or whatever, but also be like, that's well short of where we should be. Not the number, but in terms of the units sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple things I want to point out here, too. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora at number 12. Like, that's, it was number two uh, last month uh, yeah. when, it, when it came out, or the month that it came out. But that's way higher than I would have expected it. And then Prince of Persia right under that. Wish that was way higher. Please go play that game. It is so good. I saw that uh, Ubisoft, I don't know how to say it. Montpellier. 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 Uh, I, I believe I could be wrong. A, we can call Jen if you want. A celebration tweet about like, hey, thank you all for playing and we're going to keep updating the game. And I'm like, ah, it's so good to see that like, because I, I was concerned that that game came out and that was going to be the end of it ever being talked about. Again, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, by anybody but me. Um, that's not true, but more people should be talking about this game. Um, and then another surprise for me is Gran Turismo 7 down there at number 16, it looks like. And like, that's just a reminder, everybody. Gran Turismo a, a very high selling franchise sure yeah, yeah but does, sure. does that surprise you that like this far into its release gt7 is still selling like that <sighs> yes no i've always been bad back when even when it was long before it was Sircon, it was npd and at ign we had a whiteboard that would be you do pretty i was always terrible at it you know what i mean and so what i the thing about it is no, because i just i think if we could actually see the number of units being sold you'd see it's like, oh, it's not that many. You know what I mean? Where I think games are getting bought every month, hand over fist, yada, yada, yada. But specific ones getting purchased, that, again, back to my argument of like, yeah, top three doesn't mean shit. I think you can look at that and still be disappointed because you didn't sell 7 million units or whatever. Yeah. I think when you get down here where it's like, you know, God, even, I mean, like, to look in and be like, Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash came in at number 19 as a new game. So how many did that really sell? You know how many? Is that, you know how many thousands did we get into mm -hmm. there? You know what I mean? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Greg. Yeah. We talk a lot about big old stories. You know, some stories that definitely wouldn't fit in the Dune Cup. One hundred percent. If I wanted some stories that would fit in that Dune Cup, where would I look? You'd go to our last story, Tim, the We News Channel, where we cover all the small news items you need to know about. Welcome to the We News Channel, everybody. Story number one of this little bit. Baltaro, Balatro, Balitro, Balatro. Do you know? Balatro. Balatro is what I'd say. Balatro has sold 250,000 copies in its first 72 hours after release. Everyone here is obsessed with this game. Yes. There's so many games to be obsessed with right now, and kind of funny he's having a good time. We are having a lot of good times on here, yeah. Kojima Productions and PlayStation Productions documentary Hideo Kojima Connecting Worlds is now available on Disney+. Plus. I can't wait to see watch this. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Yeah. Very excited about that, too. A Playdate update showcase is set for February 28th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Crank it! Mortal Kombat is getting crossplay next week. But guess what, everybody? Crossplay is spelled with a K. Ah, you know, you love to yeah. see it. Good job, Ed Boone. Good job, Ed Boone. He did it all by himself. Yeah, man. Uh, you see Peacemaker in that? John I did, yeah. I didn't well, I didn't watch it with the sound up. Yeah. Because it is, uh, is it him doing it? Uh, it is, right? Then I yeah. want to watch it. Kevin, I'm going to find this Peacemaker Mortal Kombat trailer and put in assets. 
freaking love this song, man. Yeah, me too. Greatest thing ever made, man. Um, let's go to You're Wrong while you do that. See if we got anything wrong. I know I did, and I see that. Yeah. That's an eight got me. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I appreciate one. it. I was yeah. wrong. Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of garbage in here. I fucked this up. Uh, Red Hudson 8 says, Greg referred to James Gunn's upcoming movie, Superman Legacy, as Superman Leaves. Easy slip up, but I love you nonetheless. I noticed that too, but I was questioning myself because I was like, huh, Superman Lives is a pretty cool name for a movie. What is Superman Lives? Is there a reason that you jumped to that? Of course there is. It's the Kevin Smith, uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage Superman. <laughs> you know, I've had that one kicking around the old dome for a lot longer than superman oh, legacy awesome. all right maybe oh. you remember it from the flash when superman fights a fucking spider and you can't get mad about spoilers because none of you give a shit about it jeff Keeley, did you like the flash or not <laughs> god damn it can i see what, can i i want to watch this kevin can i see what sound up please everybody we are if you're live somewhere else we're watching the official peacemaker gameplay trailer for mortal kombat <laughs> one live somewhere else i'm fucking high <laughs> Okay, so immediately pause it. Let down, they didn't have this on. I know. Maybe they do in the real game. This is no time to smile. Hell yeah, it is. Fight a fire god is coming off my bucket list. Cool. <laughs> Suck on that! Fight! There's something that's not working for me about this, but I, I think it just is what it is. It's working for me. <laughs> I think when we get to the fatality and if they, he does, do you really want to do you really want? I'll be fine. Uh, is Eagly in it? Eagly's here. the first bangable monster chick I've met. You think me a monster? See, come on. That was yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched Peacemaker, ladies and gentlemen, go watch Peacemaker. Dude, we have Invincible Season 2 Part 2 coming in just a few short you believe weeks, it. Greg. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, less than a month away. I bet shits take more effort than beating you, Will. I will so enjoy killing you. <laughs> he has different helmets because of his dad. Eagly! Eagly! <laughs> yes. Great. Nice piece symbol. That's nice. Here we go. Do something good. Go time. Activate Sonic Boom. Okay. They brought me back. Peace unlocked. Fatality. Okay. Okay. Peace, mate. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I got there. In yeah. The end. yeah. I enjoyed I mean, myself there. I love that this is happening. I love that this is the point of life we're at, that John Cena's peacemaker is in Mortal Kombat. And we're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be able to fight fucking Omni-Man and Homelander. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so cool. Now that you have him, just put John Cena in, too. You know what I mean? Just John Cena? Yeah, just John Cena. Yeah, I love that. God yeah. bless John Cena. God bless you know, John Cena. All these interviews of him like talking about like his upcoming retirement. I love it. I, I just feel like it's so cool that he, he it sounds like he's really planning this out, taking it seriously. Like, we're gonna get some good stuff from John Cena in the coming years. Sure. 
I know this is a video game show, but I got to ask you, where does it end? Not where. What is the final match? What's John Cena's retirement match? That's a great question, you know? Because I have an answer. Okay, hit me with it. I don't know how we get there. It's going to be complicated. But we get one last Randy Orton, John Cena feud. Oh. They were the two young bucks coming up yeah, together. Yeah, 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 they yeah. both had so many title reigns back and forth and back and forth. You don't but think it's somehow, one last thing? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I thought you you got to get John Cena to get the title one more time. Oh. Break the record. Give it to Cena. Wow. Wow. I like that. That's good fantasy booking there. Yeah. That's good fantasy booking. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if you do something. I mean, like, you won't need it by then, but one more, get him up against Cody, right? To pass it off of being the the face, the ultimate good guy. The you know he's Cody's the ultimate baby face, right? So yeah. it's like, I feel like that's if you keep that trajectory. But again, I don't think you need it because obviously Cody's overcome everybody this year to get back to Mania for Roman, right? So it's not like you really need that. Either. I just got chills reading Red Hudson Orton Cena double retirement match. Come on. Oh, yeah. that'd be that would be good. That'd be real good. Greg, I want to watch the Jared Skip school thing with you. Oh, sure. Because it's it's really good. I, I don't know if you've seen it before. I've we've watched it on games daily before, but I have not seen it before. I just sent it to, to assets. If you could bring this that. is floor is lava. The floor is lava. You can support um on YouTube or any of the music services. It looks like a river slime from Ghostbusters 2 right now. I appreciate it. Jared skip school is what it says there if you're not a listener. I'm at school one day. Turn it up. And little Jared Petty come to the office. So, you know, I was a good kid. I didn't get in trouble much. So I go to the office. My dad's there. And it's like, hey, we gotta go. It's like, everything all right? He's like, yeah, it's fine. So my dad takes me out of the car. He drives me to the video store, which just opened. And there on the shelf are copies and copies and copies of Mario 3. And I grabbed the first one on the shelf there in my little corner of the world. He said, let's go home. And I got home, he's like, you want to hang out? During my school day, till the sun went down and beyond. And it was one of those sublime days of my life. Tears, yeah. Ton of songs uh, that sound very similar to that. Remixes of a bunch of different video games, and they're they're really, really, really good. So go support. The floor is lava. And shout out to Jared Petty. I don't. But, I was I on that Gamescast. I don't remember that. I I don't remember. Was it? We used to do video game history. I think ones. it was, a, was one it? of the video game yeah, history yeah, yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. But because that's uh, an amazing story, right? And I think it hits so much harder for me now with Ben, where yeah. it's like you know that's the kind of stuff I strive to do. Oh, absolutely. Like you know, and look forward to doing is like really going in there and like, you know, giving him those touchstone memories, right? It reminds me so much of my Spider-Man story from my dad, right? Of like him giving me that Genesis. Yeah. So cool, man. 
Video games are very, video games are very cool. cool. Uh, do we have any super chats, Greg? Uh, we do. Cozy Bear super chat and said, hey, guys, I'll be on today's Kind of Funny Happy Hour, of course, this afternoon for people on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, 3.15 our time. What uh, is happy hour, Greg? Huh? What is happy hour? Happy hour, of course, is one of the uh, very few, but very appreciated bonus perks uh, if you go up higher than the Kind of Funny membership. Of course, Kind of Funny membership is available on Patreon and YouTube. You get all the shows ad-free. You watch us record the podcast live. You get Greg away each and every day. Uh, but if you go up to either the $25 level or the $50 level, of course, $25 level is the happy hour each and every month. $50 level is a physical item. Uh, this month, it is, of course, the KFAF hat. And, of course, you get access to happy hour and all the other stuff, too. Anyways, though, happy hour is exclusive to Patreon dot com slash kind of funny uh of course and kind of funny games but you know we're trying to push one and the idea is of course uh when you sign up at that level you give us your discord name and you get to come hang out with us once a month we do a whole hour-long thing where we hang out here all of us on set we drink a few drinks we take live call-ins like love and sex and stuff and we answer questions and so cozy bear says he's calling in today uh, with a fun surprise segment look forward to it heart emoji I love that. Uh, the Floor's Lava is in the chat saying, I drive for work and I'm working right now, but I'm listening and just pulled over to say thank you. Love you guys so much. You're the awesome. best, man. Go support awesome. them. Go support them. Very, very I just cool. quote tweeted my original one of the Spotify link with the YouTube link. So there you go if you need to find it easier. There you go. Uh, we got a couple minutes, Greg. You want to just hang out? Yeah, sure. What do you want to talk about? What are you playing this weekend? Can you say or is it embargoed? Uh, or what I you guess doing? I can say now. Final Fantasy Seven. Rebirth. So where are we at? Of course, reviews up, games cast, mm -hmm. congratulations, yada, yada, yada. How many hours in are you? 55. You've rolled credits? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're just doing the side stuff? Now it's just stuff? a bunch of side stuff. But there's are you going to platinum this game? No, not a chance. Not a chance. They got some ridiculous trophy? There's, yeah, ridiculous trophy. Like, uh, like, just like Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake, you have to beat the game on hard. And I'm like, I just, I don't got the stuff. Like, that's way, way, way too much for me. Um, And there's also... <laughs> it's, it's, it's huge this game is gigantic and the, like the amount of side stuff is scary overwhelming and there's a lot of great but there's a lot of stuff that's just kind of mid so it's yeah, like yeah. definitely not interested in the platinum i wish i wish i was but i'm not but there's a lot more stuff that i do want to do show sure. um yeah planning on that oh penny's big breakaway is is nice. the one man oh this game's so good yeah yeah let's talk about this on ps i love you and he's talked about it here too i think in passing but the idea that his intro to it kind of left him cold, but you're super in on it. Yeah, it's, I get it though. Like it starts off and it doesn't play the way you think it's going to. So you okay. kind of just need to let it break your brain. And uh, every time I pick it up, it kind of happens again. Cause you're so used to what a 3D platformer feels like. like yeah. You don't control the camera with the, the right stick. And so because of that, it's like, huh, you gotta just let the camera guide you and just trust it, which is a hard thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that's really hard. But um, yeah, it's a ton of people that worked on Sonic Mania. Um, but it is a, a 3D platformer, but it's it kind of in the vein of Mario Galaxy and Mario 3D World in terms of level design. Uh, but the like super charming fun of Astro's Playroom and um, just the momentum and mechanics of a Sonic the Hedgehog game done right mixed with a Tony Hawk game. Yeah, yeah. We're talking that green sounds stuff great. Here, that right? sounds great, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's really, really, really damn good. And T Lopes does the music. I'm such a huge fan of him. So, um, yeah, very stoked to keep playing this. Runs like a dream everywhere. I've I've tried it out so far. So love it. Beautiful colors and stuff. It is really it, it is a gorgeous game, and you can see like obviously it's a modern Sonic, right? Like I mean, I see so many things. I'm like, oh, that looks the fucking font. Yeah, yeah, all of it, man. Um, don't like the character design, but 
you know, what you that seems to be a, a Tim problem with a lot of the a lot of modern, Tim problems, if I've heard of. Oh, so many Tim problems, man. Um, but also, shout out to them for the shadow drop. Like, there's been a lot of yeah, right? games coming, and then during the Nintendo Direct, there was like, boom, here it is. Um, but yeah, really excited to get back to that. And then Hellskate's the other one. Like, video games are just kicking right now, man. What are so you good. playing this weekend? Uh, you know, it's been an interesting one, right? So I, of course, uh, have done a bunch of reviews here like we all have, right? But it was uh, Banishers. What was the other? Oh, Suicide Squad, Banishers, then into Helldivers. And so during that is obviously when Final Fantasy Code came in. And it's that idea of I haven't found the right place to insert a huge game like that because, of course, I've uh, what I'm the long answer is Helldivers. Mm. And I really feel this is kind of my last chance for addiction to it. I'll still play Helldivers from here on out, but this is the last one where I really feel like I can play it and not feel like I'm ignoring something I need to be on. Mm. And so I'm going to go uh, all in on Helldivers. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm all in already. More in on Helldivers. I'm trying to get Poe to start it this weekend so he can oh, get it there. Oh, that's fine. I, he needs to play it because I want to know if Jack can play it as son, if he can play with us because we play a lot of Fortnite. Anyways, Helldivers and then fingers crossed uh, WWE review code comes in next week because that is... As I'm loving Helldivers as much as I am, of course. 2K24 is really I'm I'm at fever pitch for that. Mm. I'm 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 like how I am with my old school stories of high school wrestling games, where it's like I think because I'm so in on WWE right now, I think because the game is so current to what's actually happening right now. And then I was trying to put my finger on what's different, what's different, what's different. PlayStation Portal, where it really is going to be oh a game God, yeah. where I can sit there and have. I I played on my phone for Backbone, of course, but like really sit there and while Jen marathons alone, do my faction stuff and do yeah. some, uh, my manager stuff and yada, yada, which then it gets me thinking of every other for the, since they've come back here, right? So 2k uh, 23 and 22, right? Since their break, I always flirt with the idea for the platinum and then talk myself out of it. This one, having it right there. I'm like, hmm, maybe this will be a better one. I don't know what the trophy list looks like, but I assume it looks like the last two have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. One thing I did forget that I'm playing this weekend. Pokemon go. Oh, is it a it's, community uh, day? It's a tour. It's like, there's a big one. This is like, there's a Pokemon, like, Go Fest, which is the big yeah, yeah. once a year. Like, that's the that weekend is, like, the biggest event. But this is, like, the, um, this, this is, like, the the Royal Rumble compared to the WrestleMania. Love it. You know what I mean? This like is the road to Pokemon uh, Go Fest. It, I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a big thing Saturday and Sunday. Me and Goldfarber hanging out tomorrow all day. Um, oh, that's awesome. Walking a lot. Sure. I Drop think, them LBs. I think we're going to walk, like, 15 miles tomorrow. Uh, I got a quick one for you, all right? Uh, Logan G had a you're wrong. It wasn't you're wrong, but it's context I appreciate. Gran Turismo had a big sale in the PlayStation Store down to $40, mm. likely contributing to its upswing in sales. Makes a lot. And then CJ splits on, gets the final super chat of the day, and says, what's the next big game you're looking forward to? You know, I don't know. Yeah? Like, that, it's, it's weird. Like, Prince of Persia and Final Fantasy being done, I'm like, I don't know. And, like, with all these Switch rumors of moving to 2025, year, yeah. I'm kind of like... At this year's feeling a little light for me, unless I'm blanking on some some major stuff. Yeah, you know, actually, like I feel like for the first time in maybe ever, I'm most excited for Xbox stuff. Wow! Just kinda Indiana Jones, Hellblade, like those are those are the ones I think. For me, it comes down to what do you define as a big game? Clearly, it'd be for me WWE, but I know that's not going to be big for everybody. After that, I want to touch Unicorn Overlord, but I don't think it'll stick for me. But I do lo really appreciate Vanillaware. And so then beyond that, I would say Rise of the Ronin. But Rise of the Ronin is the exact same thing of will that actually work for me? Like, I'm excited for that. I'm interested in it, but I don't know. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars is, yeah. is a great poll. Um, and then yeah, people bringing up Princess Peach Showtime. I, I wouldn't call, qualify that as a, a big game, but I hope it is. Like, I hope that I, I have high expectations for it. I keep saying this, but like, I want that to hit the Luigi's Mansion 3 Woo-hoo! level, um, which is an incredibly special game. It's very, very, very yeah. good. And everything I've seen of Peach so far, I'm like, I think it's going to have the stuff. So so we'll see. It not, don't need to wait too long for that. I either. see you picked it up on your fantasy critic there. I did. I did. He I believes. Believe. I believe. I did the same thing for WWE. Yeah. Which I know is a gamble. Yeah. But it's been, they've been incremental upgrades. And I think that like with the ambulance mass and caskets and I'm like, "Mm." I think the wrestling nerds like me and Mitchell Saltzman that review this game, I think will be like, "Mm, okay. Yeah. That is exciting stuff. You know what else is exciting? Everybody kind of funny game showdown. We're about to do it right now. And real quick, I just want to say this as much as possible. Uh, A lot of you have been asking for audio versions of game showdown, even though we committed to it. We want the show to be a video thing. We are going to have visual uh, games and stuff. Enough people are like, we don't care. We just want an audio <laughs> version anyways. And we're like, all right, cool, fine. We're doing that. So um, you can go to your favorite podcast service, search for Kind of Funny Game Showdown. It should be everywhere. Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all of that. It should be there. If you could go like, subscribe, five-star rate, all that stuff, it'll really help us right now specifically because uh, brand new podcasts um, get the, the extra juice. We have the all the episodes so far are there, so you'll be able to download them, get get all the, the the back catalog, and then also get the new episodes going forward. But we would really appreciate the help because there's like a, a groundswell moment right now that could really really help the show. And this is the first new podcast feed that Kind of Funny's had in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so would really appreciate you jumping in there. Thank you so much. But we're about to do the next episode of the show right after this. If you're watching live on Twitch, you can just keep hanging out here and we'll be there. But if you're watching on YouTube, you got to make the jump over to the other YouTube link that'll be there in just a little bit. But until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.